ex- accentuates? That's not the word Exacerbates. I want. Exacerbates. Exacerbates your cravings. Um, there's no tea <laughs> no. in there. There's no tea in that word. You mix two words together that don't go together. <laughs> 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 Way too much. Bring it down, friends. Bring it down. I'm Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. Hey, Wine and Shiners, and welcome back to a new episode of the podcast. We are here, and I'm laughing because Why? they're looking. You guys are looking I'm waiting at for you to do so the intro. We are literally sitting across the table. Staring at us. Hey, There's, you're the one talking. My, my focus is on you I, yeah, until you pass the mic. Okay. So, listeners, as you just heard, we are talking with our husbands on this episode. And I think it's going to be a really fun one. I don't know. What about you, Liz? I feel good about it. I'm surprised that they're crazy enough to come back for a second time. Yeah, they are. What episode were you guys on last time? Long time ago episode. Uh, Beginning episode. In a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> you guys yep. don't remember. Was that important to you? You just like, don't remember. I don't know. Episode 8. Wine and Shine podcast. Is my guess. Episode 27. 12. Oh my gosh. Do you remember when we used to do that? I do. Back in the day, we used to be like, Wine and Shine podcast, episode 30. Clink. Yeah. You're gradually phasing all those out. I'm appreciative of that. Yeah, you didn't like those. I didn't like those, and I don't like. I don't. I don't hate the intros. Mm-hmm. Me, I don't want to get your listeners on a mob against me or anything. No, listeners mob against. I don't. <laughs> what do you mean mob <laughs> against on, you? I, I don't hate the intros. I just think you don't need them. Mm-hmm. What do you? And as you get more comfortable, you bypass right through them until like you do. Intros a, a, as take in, someone. You don't like. <laughs> so grab a glass of wine. No, no, no. Intros as in. <laughs> And join the conversation. You got you ended up getting so conversational that you didn't need to re-record mm. a, an intro for each episode. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So if you Over haven't time. figured it out, our husbands are very, very involved with the podcast. They are. They as produce. In, they design. They make press kits. Yeah. Other duties as assigned. Yes. Because yeah. you love us. We do. So let's take a moment to get people acquainted with your voices. Yeah. Tell them who you are. This voice is Zach. This is Liz's husband. Sean. This voice is Cody. (laughs) So (laughs) deep. So deep and serious. Is Cody. I am on the radio. Yeah. I mean, you do have the Rogue Squadron podcast. Big time radio star. Our listeners are very much the same. Listener base. I did right? say yeah. wine and shine yeah. in the Rogue Squadron mm-hmm. podcast. I did say mm-hmm. when you started off, you stole our format, but you're girls and you did wine instead of beer. Yeah, we did kind of. You kind of just copied after me. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But I don't we don't like talk it. about beer or Star Wars or anything. We talk nerdy. about wine and gluten and the moon <laughs> and uh, vitamins. Speaking yeah. of vitamins. <laughs> oh. Speaking of vitamins, um, let's have Zach do our sponsor. Care yes. of tonight. So care of vitamins mm-hmm. are very special. They're great. <laughs> you They're very special. listeners can go to takecareof.com, take a short quiz, and they will get a sense of what vitamin needs you still have. 
outside of <laughs> the vitamins outside that you get the through the things vitamins. that you eat. <laughs> Flintstones vitamins. And outside of your Flintstones vitamins. Flintstones. Which Flintstones. is your sugar intake for the day. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> Care of will hook you up. They'll send you a custom package of daily vitamins that you can take to supplement your intake of vitamins through your food. Mm-hmm. And what's our code? Yeah. Shine. S-H-I-N-E is the code that you can use and you get dope hookup for a discount Did on vitamins. Yeah, dope. you do. Dope hookup. Dope. He's like for vitamin. Care of. Really professional. Dope. See, <laughs> if I had a podcast, it would be like Fraser Crane and no one would listen to me. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people Everyone would. called in Fraser Crane. What are you talking about? That was like in nineteen ninety one. You should totally start a podcast, Zach. Also, on a side note, me and Liz, freshman year, would just watch Frasier for hours. And it, I never watched an episode of Frasier until I realized that my roommate was, like, highly addicted. You would sit on our little twin long beds and just eat cereal and watch Frasier. No, because you remember, there was a lineup from 9 to 10, you had the Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. From 10 to 11, you had Frasier. And Wait. then from 11 to noon, you had... Um, 11 to, oh, sorry. Yeah. 11. I thought this was like nighttime TV. Oh, no, no, it's daytime <laughs> no, in TV. the middle of the day. And you didn't but have like a DVD set back Grace then? on Lifetime. Okay, but wait, what time was Frasier? 10 to 11. Because I swear I felt like we watched it at like 8 in the morning. It was no, only you said, two episodes. You said Golden Girls was 10 to 11. 9 to 10. Oh my God. It was Golden Girls. Also, She's so got so this much down. TV. Guys, Why do, do not question this? it. Because I did it every day for several years. It also makes me laugh. Like, were we getting up at 10? Probably. Because I felt like it was like a first morning routine. Like, we'd make our nasty cereal with our skim milk. What kind of cereal? Sit on the bed. What kind of cereal were you having? Oh, gosh. I can't remember. Oh, I do know. I do know. I had like honey Um, bunches of oats. That's exactly it. You ate those before we got together? With like the almond slivers. And Mm -hmm. what do you have? Raisin bran? No, I had. We both had honey bunches. You know what else I used to eat so freshman year of college? Spoonfuls of peanut butter, but you still do that. Spoonfuls of peanut butter. Now I it's do. almond butter. Now it's yeah, sometimes peanut butter. Super ultra pasture raised almond flour. Okay. Almond butter. <laughs> you just said so many words that didn't go to get pasture raised almond <laughs> flour. Cage free almonds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's the new thing. raised almonds. That's so funny. Free range. Um, no, but remember that one dark moment in my life where you caught me smearing peanut butter on ramen noodles? What? Why did you ever do she that? just take a, a square ramen, just lather up that bad boy with some peanut, some yes. jiff Wait, right from like, the jar. And you ate the like, uncooked ramen noodles, like a ramen cake. Surely That's did. gross. Surely did. Yeah, it's when I saw like you, a rice cake, but not. No, it's noodles. <laughs> when I saw you for the first time take a fallen piece of spaghetti and eat it raw, this should have been my sign. <laughs> Wait, I was actually going to bring that up. So when I was younger, I would just take like sticks of raw spaghetti and just like chomp on them. That's why That's you so like the Italian. raw ramen. Raw so When did you see me eat I think it was, raw well, spaghetti? Well, when we moved in together. So sugar run. I think you like started eating just raw <laughs> pasta. <laughs> Were you like, like, what the hell is my problem right now? out of here. But you didn't. You stuck around. Well, it was before the moon and the gluten. So if all that was happening at the same time, I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> all. So now his brother, who is 16, <laughs> like every time he's with me, he'll Makes be like. the best jokes. He'll be like, so Nina, what's going on with the moon today? Like, <laughs> that's what he says. Or there was a full moon and he was like, um, what's the moon speaking to us right now? I'm like, Shh, Dylan, shut up. Well, but, if you really know, but if you really want to know, let's grab some sage. Let's burn our intentions and let's make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. 
You've gotten kind of into it too. I feel like I brought you all into um, the moon. Brought me in. Excuse me. I've always loved stuff like that, like Iron Fist and fantasy movies and stuff like that. Iron Fist. So superhero. So to the woo-woo stuff kind of matches, like from the nerd side, because that's what you know, like Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen Doctor Strange? Why would I watch that? Okay, Liz. You are the biggest doesn't... cynic of my favorite <laughs> movies. Liz does not dabble into the Marvel Absolutely superhero not. world. No. Props to you for even knowing Marvel. Some Thank people you. are just like, oh, the superhero. Looking movies. at the Star Wars wall, I do. I do enjoy Star Wars. You guys dabble more into Star Wars than I do. I dabble more into the, I, it's so true that superheroes and the woo-woo hippie stuff that I like relate because I find superhero stuff fascinating. I'm like, do you I know what I like? It. Based off classic stories. Yeah. Mythical archetypes. Jordan Peterson talks about this all the time. Yeah. The That's why they journey. connect with so many people. Yeah. Hero's journey and all that stuff. It's been redone time and time again. Do you know what I like? What, what do, you, do like? you like? Forgetting Cake Sarah Marshall. <laughs> I still haven't seen that. <laughs> it's a really great movie. Kristen Bell's in that, right? Yeah. And um, I haven't Jason. seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. What's that. his name? Siegel. All those Thank guys. Yeah. But I've, that's the one that, by them that it's I haven't actually, seen. It's actually, I have it. So. Is it on Netflix? Can we watch it tonight? It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Can we watch it tonight? You can run it Ooh. on Amazon Prime. How, when I invited you to see Black Panther, which just came out and is one yeah. of the best movies ever made, you say no. And now it's a movie that you had never heard of before. Because here's another You're trying to run home and quit the podcast here's just to watch the movie. Here's another conversation, men. And okay. Liz, you can attest to this. Mm-hmm. Going to see a movie is, boring. is an ordeal. I have to be mentally prepared. I have to be in the zone. I have also, to not be tired. Wow. The movie theater at Lennox had rats in there. Oh, well, uh, and I that too. Shout out. Lennox. But I mean, like, it can't be Campus the Lennox. <laughs> What's up, Lennox? This episode it brought to you be- by <laughs> AMC at Lennox. No, it can't be the only movie theater with rats in there. People dropping their popcorn. I mean, that's not the reason why I don't like the movie theater. Although, if I saw a rat scurry by me, I'd probably like flip. Based on what you described, yes. you need the stars to align in order for you to do something like that. And yes. the moon. Yes. Which it's including. supposed to be the opposite. The meal or the meal. <laughs> so you're talking about food. You slipped that in there. <laughs> the movies are supposed to help you like disconnect and but, forget about all that stuff and just like relax. Was, my point was if I'm at home, I feel less pressure. Like yeah, when I'm can, at home. Who in a dark room where no one can see you is like pressuring you, you to watch the movie. <laughs> you got I your feel, sweatpants. Yes. You can curl up with a blanket. You, you got your there. You can wear sweatpants to the theater. I know. You know, I take my shoes off always when I'm at the movie theater. Ew. Got to get cozy. Your nasty hmm. ass. I wouldn't do it feet. now based on I know when it's appropriate when it's not. <laughs> His feet. Zach, do your feet smell as bad as Cody's feet? If I don't wear okay. socks, then do yes. you wear socks? I if it, if I don't wear socks, it's worse. <laughs> Here's the thing though. If <laughs> you it's ever so bad. I know. Here's the thing. If you ever wear shoes even like one time without socks. It's it, it doesn't matter. And mm-hmm. every time you wear those shoes ever since, like ever, you know, after that, yeah. your feet will always smell whether you wear You don't socks want me to not. take off these moccasins right now. Absolutely you, not. You know, thinking about it, you don't you're, want me hey, to take off these Your heels. feet smell really bad too. What? Because you barely ever wear socks. Yeah, I know, but they don't smell Cody bad. They're not your status bad. Uh, Mine are more like mildly stinky. Yours are more like what's rotting. <laughs> <laughs> on a level of one to okay. death, where do your feet fall? Hers are nine, mine are ten. Mine are six and yours are eleven. Zach, <laughs> <laughs> do I have smelly feet? I never am close enough to your feet to notice. It's true. 
What are you guys doing with your feet? <laughs> I don't know. Are, do you mind? I mean, do you ever smell she mine? Treats me like no, a pillow I and don't. like climbs See, all over exactly. the couch. That is Sometimes true. at night when I snuggle up in your armpit, it smells. My armpits right never back smell. At you there. How about that? I Smirky. will. I will very much give Cody credit that his armpits do not smell. I do ever. not have bo. Wait, never. Just are you foot serious? Out. My armpits smell? No. You said right back at you. Because you just told me mine stink. Well, did you mean it? Oh, man. Did you mean it? All right, so I feel like I need to right, mediate guys, this. When Does you... Liz's armpits smell sometimes? You're supposed to be honest. <laughs> I mean, they smell sometimes. Um, I mean, I, I'm sure they do, but I'm usually now not close like enough to her armpits to smell He's not close to either end. Your armpits smell. That's, I'm going to own that because sometimes Finally. I experiment. You used to get so mad. Sometimes I experiment with going au natural. Wait, no deodorant at all? Well, that's a, well sometimes you just forget buy it I yeah guess. so well, you're just stuck so with that i love piper way i love their brand of deodorant got it at the good fest actually would love for them to freaking sponsor the podcast piper way if you're listening also i thought this. about reaching out to them i would just because i would love to offer you all you a discount code i put it in my armpits um with kelly in the car <laughs> well, on does, the this, way to Cleveland. does this one actually work yes it's the one that i've been using oh Okay. And I haven't smelled. So it's a little better than the other ones. Yeah. The other natural deodorants <laughs> do not work. Piper Way works. No, I, I think, so I have natural deodorant now too. And I didn't get it for years because you're like, oh, it never works. No <laughs> aluminum, but it's, I still smell terrible. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to bother getting that. I'll just use Old Spice. I get some a month ago. It works perfect. Okay. I still don't smell. I don't so know. I, I don't know what's going I on with have, I don't know. Now, it doesn't work for me. When I said that your Sicilian armpit smells, blood. Zach. What I meant was, like, at the end of a day, if my face is in it, it smells. Right, but it still smells vaguely like deodorant it does. at the same time. Your men's natural deodorant, were, you've always had better luck with it than I have. Yeah, so the one that I think you mentioned, Cody, that you use is that Urban Cowboy Musk, Dusk, whatever, something. Is it Urban Cowboy? I don't think so. Oh. Herban. It's, Herban. That's how it's spelled. Oh. Well, I've used that before Herban. and it smells legit really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both kinds that I've tried. Out smell really in the good. package. Then when you put it on your body, no, it doesn't no. smell good anymore. It, it smells it better smells actually throughout the day. What's wrong on with your body? me? No, I have the same thing. I don't know. But Maybe it's a woman VS man thing. The problem that I found with that particular brand is that my body very quickly adjusts to the pH. Mm-hmm. And so then it stops working. Mm-hmm. You ever, and I have to switch. Do you ever notice that? Like when you switch a uh, sense of body wash, it smells like overpoweringly strong yeah. the first yeah. time you use yeah. it. Yeah. And then you get used to it and then you switch again. That's Did, why back at the old apartment, I used to have so many deodorants. Oh I would get used to it. Gosh. And then I w- it wasn't, it was only halfway gone, but then I would go buy a different scent. When we moved out of the apartment, how many did you throw away? Did the you count? fact that we had uh, an entire freaking U-Haul full of trash. And I'm not, and we're not messy, like in that way. Like, you know what I mean? If you guys came to our apartment, you would not think we had that much stuff. I think I threw away 18 deodorants. Wow, Cody. Like, not that many. M- uh, I might be exaggerating a little bit. I have Maybe. probably like eight, which is still real. no, like twelve. Anything more than two is like too much. Yeah, I have a so couple, many deodorants. and it's again, it's because like my pH keeps switching. But I now use Tom's for men. Tom's did not work. They are now owned by a great big company, mm. so it's not just Tom's anymore. Tom's out of the picture. I think yes, it's Johnson and Johnson. It is Johnson. Johnson. Your deodorant doesn't work. Or Procter Johnson and Gamble. And Johnson or somebody. took over. Yeah, some big company bought them out. So it's one of those big main, like you know, Procter and Gamble or Johnson. And so Johnson don't support them. What are you? But doing? here's it's it's still natural, but that He's one, the one I have, that's like the powder version, works super well. So this is really random, <laughs> but 
My grandma, Italian Nana, like mm-hmm. 80 year old Italian doesn't Nana. Wear deodorant at all? Fact. That's not where I was going with oh. it, but does not wear deodorant and never has. But she you should import some from Italy for her. No, she just doesn't. No need. She just like, <laughs> that's what she would say. Like, no need. She just doesn't wear it. Why does she think she doesn't need deodorant? She, I mean, she's never smelled, I don't think. Not, I mean, I've only been in the picture for— uh, It's just her scent. I don't know. <laughs> but like— Grandma's house. But, yeah. But she uses Johnson & Johnson, like, from the 60s. Like, there's this—do you guys know? It's like the baby shampoo Johnson & Johnson's. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, just one bottle. And she uses it for everything. Like, her hair, body wash. Like, you go to Nana's and take a shower, you're using That's Johnson it. & Johnson <laughs> for everything. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like there her go-to. Go. They did just have a study that came out that showed that, like, soaps and fragrances are just as bad for air pollution as, like, cars are. Yes. And also, did you guys know, like— It's true. Don't look at me, Zach. No, think I about looked it. away because, I don't know, I can't keep track of all those things. Okay, but think about this. If your body can't recognize chemicals in food, your body also can't recognize chemicals in— things that you put onto your skin. Mm-hmm. Also, chemicals like from candles, like Bath and Body Works. Think about what you're just putting into the air. Delicious scents of Christmas trees. Of toxic Christmas trees. I thought you were going to say tacos. <laughs> of tacos. I, I would of love a taco. Although, uh, a whole mess of tacos. Tacos. For all you Although I will say their stuff smells really good. Just I am that. on the hunt for a good quality candle that fills up the room with beautiful smells. So yeah, listeners, it's from if you Bath have and Body Works. It's that, called Balsam. It smells like a Christmas tree. No, it's called Toxins. <laughs> Here, no. Just like Nina's the, is a paid <laughs> spokesperson. <laughs> for, for Just like the natural deodorant. Bath and Body it's, Works. No, she's not because she's saying it's toxic. I was being sarcastic. Oh. No. no. I used to that on this show, eh? No. And rude. Yeah, I actually, we are pretty much a toxic-free home now. If I think about it, because like all I still of, got two of those candles. All, yeah, but you don't light them anymore. When you're gone, I do. You put fumes in our home when I'm gone? You put fumes in our home. <laughs> <laughs> you're like burning patchouli or whatever. Palo Santo? <laughs> Did you just say patchouli? <laughs> patchouli. What's Patchouli. What is it, Zach? It's, like it's a gabagool. scent. It's, I don't know. What's gabagool? <laughs> <laughs> gabagool. What is it, patchouli? It's P-A-T-C-H-O-U-L-I. Well, now we have to look this thing. up. It's not made up, guys. I well, want to say it's from a tree. It it's like an it? oil from a tree or something. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a plant. It's a plant. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Well, no, I do Palo Santo. And Sage, actually, I brought Palo Santo with me right now. It's in my coat. I also brought a lighter. I thought we could, you know, clear the energy well, from the office. I forgot. Now we have to start over. I know. <laughs> we can't keep Take recording. nine. <laughs> Take nine. We cannot record in this energy. About that Palo Santo. This is great energy, just want to say. I think it is. It's Guys, good energy. Is, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, by the way, what we're talking about is that these ladies usurped my brand new office and are recording here before I even get to record here. Oh, hey. We had to break it in. Wine and shine's breaking in the new get office. Get out all the mistakes now on your show and then it'll be. Our show has never Sunday. had a mistake. Our never. show is run perfectly on the first <laughs> Yes, time. it is run mm-hmm. perfectly. Oh, hmm. I wonder who you're talking about. But we do. Yeah, no, not going to lie on that. We do so many takes of the intro and the outro. <laughs> God like, bless Hayden. God bless God you, bless Hayden. our audio, dude. Thank you for loving us and editing out all of our bloopers. By the way, speaking of bloopers, listeners, we still have them saved. So if you want to be a patron, 
All you have to do is donate to patreon.com and you can get some bloopers. <laughs> patreon.com slash wine and shine podcast, right? Yeah, Not, you don't have to just give Patreon money. <laughs> <laughs> just go to Patreon. Make a charitable donation. And put it out into the Patreon universe and it'll, you know, it goes where it's supposed Good to go. Karma we do need back. to recognize our latest Patreon. Yes, your aunt. My Aunt Christy. Thank you, Aunt Christy. Who is a wonderful supporter of the Wine and Shine podcast. And she was, I saw her this weekend and she was very encouraging about our authenticity. And she's lovely. Thank you, Aunt Christy. So, okay, guys, this is kind of off topic of what we were just discussing the deodorants and the candles. Are we not done with deodorants yet? No, we could go all day. I could talk all day about natural products. I just love putting things on my armpits. (laughs) Just keep on going with (laughs) anything. I could talk about putting things on my armpits. It's just like mother's son deodorant (gasps) commercial from Portlandia. Oh my gosh. If you watch Portlandia, mother's son, it works. Mm Kind of. Oh, whose phone went off now, Cody? My phone went off. I got a tweet. Producer fail. See what happens when you're in my presence. I start like dropping stuff and forgetting stuff. And I lost part of my microphone. Okay, so that actually is a great segue into what I was about to talk about. Oh, gosh. Okay, listen. Almost 30 podcasts. You guys, they've been on our show before. And they're amazing. And And, we love them. And I seriously love them. And They're fantastic. Yeah. Actually, Cody produces their show. Don't. What do you mean? Just kidding. I was like, like, yeah, you do. Anyway, they're so sweet. But they just had an episode with relationship expert John Wineland? Wienland? Wineland, yes. Wineland. Is it John? Is it it John John Wienerland? (laughs) No. Wineland. I mean, there's many ways we could say the last name. No, no, there's just one way. That's why it's funny. It's basically just Wineland, yeah. (laughs) Well, John Wineland, you can look him up on Insta. Or go to their podcast. But the whole reason I bring it up is because it was a relationship expert. And they talked a lot about feminine and masculine energy and how it works within a relationship and why couples, like, get the way they are when they butt heads or they fight and why it's important to recognize each other's energy. And when you're in your masculine or when you're in your feminine doesn't necessarily mean just because you're a boy or just because you're a girl, you are in that energy. How often do we float from masculine to feminine in a day? I think it depends on the person. I really do. Like Liz, you are totally in your masculine. Almost all the time. All the time. Yeah, like you're like, because he was talking about how masculine energy is like, got to do this, got to go, got to go, got to go. And the other gotta thing. Go right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait. Got to go, got to go, got to go, go right now. <laughs> Question yes. from the peanut gallery. Yeah. What does it mean for a woman to be in masculine energy all day? Well, like, I'm not an expert in it. Basically, I just listen to, to an call John. You're going to have to call John or talk to Maddie Moon, who is also on our podcast. But from my understanding, it's when you're very, you're very like laser focused and you're in kind of like hustle work mode. And also they were talking about masculine energy is very like goal oriented. And you're always like in the future. You're always like, once this happens, I'll be happy. Once this happens, I'll be happy. Once I get this, I'll be happy. And you're always like very focused and task oriented. But when you're in your feminine energy, you're a little bit more like free flowing and like, you know, like doing things very whimsically, dropping things, open, open, you know, things that I do all of the time. And it made me think (laughs) that's why we've been clashing lately when we clash is because- yeah, we clash every day. <laughs> every single day. We don't even like each other, yeah. actually. This whole thing is fake. Clash into me. <laughs> this whole thing is just a hoax. Like, it's not real mm-hmm. at all. No, but yeah, like, what do you think on that, Liz? 
Like, what are your thoughts on you and Zach's masculine and feminine energy? Zach and I are unique in that. Well, I'm obviously in my masculine. <laughs> I don't think I have a feminine. She's basically a man. I'm pretty much a man. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. And Zach, though, I feel like you do a lot of ebb and flowing because I feel like you're much more laid back. You're like, why can't you just have fun? Why can't you just relax? Like, life isn't so high stakes. Calm down. But at the same time, you're very much like, just do it. Like, just say what you need to say. Like, I'm very, when it comes to like confrontation or things like that, like I'm not masculine in in how I express myself. Mm -hmm. I get very feminine and go with the flow when it comes to advocating for my own needs. Mm -hmm. And Zach will be like, just do it. Like, stop, you know, just cut the crap and do whatever. So his masculine comes in in that way. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. When I have, like, a set task to achieve, or if even um, a perceived task, like, to fix a problem, like, someone talks about a problem and I just want to fix it, you know, that's when I'm in my, like, masculine energy state. It's like, when there's a task at hand and I know what it is and I know, you know, then I'm, like, in get-it-done mode. And otherwise, I, you know, pretty much go with the flow. Mm -hmm. See, then you guys balance each other. I feel like... Couples balance each other out in that way. You know, Why are you shaking your head? At but me? you know where it gets really bad. What? And you'll know this when I say it. What do you want to eat? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, mm, whatever, I don't care. Well, like very much. Care. Are, like, do you want Italian? Do you want Mediterranean? Do you want <laughs> Mexican? Obviously, not American. I'm naming every other food group because <laughs> they are far superior to American food. And then. We just, like, go. I just wait for him to make a decision. Well, see, in our relationship, Cody's like, I want pizza. Or whatever you want. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I don't really want pizza. Does he say this every day? I yeah, pretty pizza. much. Or, but, like, you wings. know. You know what you want. Always. And if you no, don't, no, it's the always. worst situation ever. Yeah, I want to die when that happens. Like, you act like the world is ending when you don't know what you want to eat. It's like. And I'm just like, just freaking pick something. That's it's what not I that easy. Masculine. I'm like, pick a damn That is meal. the window when when I need to decide on food. <laughs> Nina flips. And the other 99.9% of the time is feminine energy. Okay, but— I understand what you mean. I don't know. I feel like a toddler when that happens. Like yeah. I turn into a three-year-old. And you do. I do too. I'm having a tantrum in the middle of coals yeah. <laughs> when I'm hungry and I can't decide. That's what's going on. I've never noticed that I do the same thing. When, you, when you're hungry and yeah, you don't know Yeah, because I always—I ask Zach what he wants— I already know what I want, but I don't want to be like, I want pizza. So I ask you what you want. Hoping he doesn't decide. And for me, it would be much easier if someone would just tell me what I'm about to eat. Crazy how that works, right? But if I ever don't know what I want, I'm like, like, "Mm, I can't do it. So (laughs) see, I don't care about food that much. So not true. What do you mean? You almost threw the Uber driver out the window last week about your uh, (laughs) bear burger, sweet potato burger. Free range, whatever. What happened with Bear Park? It freaking didn't show up for like three hours. <laughs> and I was hungry. I was hangry though. I know. That's why. And also because I thought I ordered it online, hopped in my car, oh. drove to the short north, <laughs> sat in Bear Bur- Burger waiting for my food. After 20 minutes, it's like, excuse me, can I check to see if my if my mer- meal is in? And he's like, what's the last name? And I was like, Boyce. And it wasn't there. And so then I thought I put it in a different bear burger at Clintonville. Wasn't there. Did you drive all the way to Clintonville? <laughs> no, thank you. I God. actually, I thought that at first too. That <laughs> then funny. I called Cody and was like, can you check my online order? And I never click submit. 
So <laughs> I looked over the computer and it's like, oh, you didn't actually complete the order. <laughs> and I was like, click, here you go. So oh, then man. by the time I got back home, I was just angry. And then I had to wait 45 minutes for it to actually arrive. And I was ravenous. Yeah. I was actually <laughs> wait, you were all, at Bear Burger. She ended up coming home because she, we didn't order it. Yeah. And she didn't want to wait there for like 20 minutes. So she came back and waited at home for 40 minutes. To start. <laughs> yeah. This is, it doesn't make sense in so hindsight. you have a trigger about Bear Burger because this is all good and funny. I was talking about the time before that when you ordered Bear Burger and the Uber driver <laughs> Wait, there were two times? didn't show up for like, like he was getting lost in the little neighborhood. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. That wasn't Bear Burger. That, that was, was Trism. That was Trism. Wow. Everybody knows this story. <laughs> Wait, didn't you? I thought you got the sweet potato burger, vegan burger thing. Nope. That same night, you got it from Bear Burger also. Did I? Positive. I and then you know. were pissed because that hurt your stomach. Oh, like, you're right. Too many carbs. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> in my, in, in my infinite nutrition knowledge, she's like, my stomach hurts. I'm like, well, since I'm a certified now, <laughs> you had too many carbs. Yeah, that's that your answer to everything. You're like, you just had too many carbs. Well, you say that dairy makes your stomach hurt, and then you just keep having more dairy. Okay, I've been and playing. And I tried to ask you, like, why don't you just not get that yogurt? And you're like, well, it's really good. No, no. I've been I've been playing around. So everybody on the podcast knows that I can get a little crazy about my nutrition. Where I'm like, no dairy, no gluten, you know? No pimples. This is happening. I'm fixing my don't hormones. Eat pimples. <laughs> no more pimples. And so I've been trying to work on more of an intuitive eating approach, especially as I'm working with clients. I'm trying to like work on that within myself. So I'm like, you know what? If I'm craving some dairy, I'm gonna eat some dairy. <laughs> so I've been messing around with grass fed. Fooling around say, with that dairy. <laughs> getting getting intimate with my dairy. <laughs> and I've been having Siggy's grass fed dairy. Now why are you guys laughing? I'm just as I've been having ciggies. Ciggies. I seriously thought you were gonna say like cigarettes. Or something. <laughs> I've actually, been seven days for cigarettes. Yeah. It makes you less hungry, so I'm trying to work on that. I've completely cut dairy. <laughs> it's amazing how hungry you're not when you eat cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you that are interested in cutting out anything, just smoke, and it'll help. Just kidding. Or just eat the cigarette. Advocate. I mean, yeah. you know, just try that. Yeah. But the, my whole point is, I'm trying to be better about it and yeah i'm laughing because that advice is really bad for some people you're like oh what just whatever your body wants i was like i want pizza every day you mean intuitive eating advice? yeah so if you're like yeah well just what's your intuition my intuition is but order pizza thing. yeah liz go for it because i'm about to get on my soapbox here but you start well that and was you know half in jest but i obviously have worked with the lovely Sydney on intuitive eating. And I know we banned ourselves from talking about how much we love Simi on the podcast. Because <laughs> we've honestly talked about her on every podcast episode. But um, Simi clear me to have pizza every day. You can, if you wanted to eat pizza every day. I, I want that. Eat pizza. But what's going to happen is your body will eventually is going to be like, maybe salad would be cool. For sure. No, like I you're going to feel, like I that happens when I go to my dad. So my dad makes really great Southern food. He's a really good cook. Yeah. I go down there for Christmas or whatever, and I have like 50 casseroles that are all brown, and they taste really great. Mm-hmm. And then after— oh, They're all brown? Yeah, I was just all- about to question that. Okay. <laughs> so here, brown here is casserole. <laughs> what the heck is a brown casserole? Southern philosophy is that brown food tastes better, which is why everything is either fried or has like cream of mushroom soup in it. Yeah, or it's is- all- Wait, it's a thing? Like brown. I, mean, I mean, think about I don't know sweet if it's potato like casserole thing. or green bean casserole with the fried onions on top oh, or yeah. hash brown Everything casserole brown. with like, like cornflakes on top. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. Cornflakes are like tan. It's a shade of brown. <laughs> <laughs> tan. 
can is a shade if of you brown. cook them long enough. Yeah. Listen, I'm not here to debate colors. I, you called it a brown casserole, <laughs> so I am here to thing. debate colors. Everything has cheese on it, and everything is baked or fried. So yeah. it's either been some kind of orangey to brown or shade, or like browned like by that. the heat like of that the cuisine. oven. But yeah. but continue. Oh, so eventually, what? Well, first of all, what I find happening and. Not that I don't mean to be like, my dad's food makes me throw up. But <laughs> if I overindulge, if I'm not like listening to my body and yeah. I'm like, this tastes so good and right. I binge on it, I will get sick because my yeah. body's like, whoa, did you just eat eight sticks of butter? I'm really confused. Yeah. Well, and here's the, sorry, were you not done? Oh, well, I was just going to say then like after a few days of, I mean, because like you'll have Thanksgiving or whatever and then have leftovers. And after a few days, I'm like, I just would eat steamed broccoli. Like, you think you want that all the time, but your body knows that it needs something more nutritious to balance it That's very true. My whole philosophy is that our body is so ridiculously wise. Like, it's built to know exactly what it needs and exactly what it wants to do. And yes, like, pizza tastes amazing. What is in these foods that taste so good, like, set off these neurotransmitters in our mind that make us addicted to these foods? And yeah, once in a while, it's like, I'm craving pizza. Like, we got pizza tonight, you know? But when I get pizza, what I try to do is be like, how can we make this pizza more nutrient Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which we did. We did. Although your guys' pizza did look really good. But ours it was good, too. It looked better, it and good. it was better. It yeah, was yeah. not yeah. better. Uh, I mean, it had cheese on it. And gluten yeah. in it. Well, yeah. not it, always. It had pizza ingredients. Better. Okay. You well, know, crust and cheese and... We have those things too, mixed with a ton of veggies. But no, my point being that your body knows exactly what it wants. And so I think a lot of times we're so used to habitually like eating what we think tastes good, right? Like, oh, I want pizza and wings. Oh, I'm craving beer, whatever. But if you actually practice taking time to listen to what your body is asking of you, like, yeah, you're right. It might be saying, I want pizza right now. But then eventually you're going to be like, you know what? I don't want that. Like once you get in tune with what you want, Mm -hmm. you'll start thinking, I actually want something that's more like a salad based, or I want something that's more fruit or I don't know. Like your body starts craving other things. And you have to think of it too. Like, are you eating? I'm cutting you off, Zach. You can talk in one second. I think you also have to think too, when you're eating things like sweets and carbs and some of those foods that trigger that brain response. Yeah. Is it that you're actually intuitively wanting those things or is that y- you have an emotional need that you're trying to use food to fill in that moment? Exactly. Because it comforts you and it makes you happy and you're not feeling happiness in other ways. Yeah. So, so it's a fine line to like, that's why being intuitive is so important and really mm-hmm. paying attention and trying to discern between like, is this a motive or is this, you know, actually what I want? But I think until you start practicing that, you don't, you don't make the connection. Mm-hmm. Like when you're craving pizza, is it, the fact that I just feel like celebrating right now and I'm choosing to eat this pizza because that's what I want in this moment? Or is it like, I had a really rough day or I've had a really long week. Pizza sounds good. Pizza sounds good because it makes me feel good. You know, Mm -hmm. is it that your body actually is craving it? Just flexed your muscles like Popeye. Pizza makes me feel good. Yeah. What were you going to say, Zach? I I was going to say, I think in general too, like your body as in most things in life, like you're just always seeking an equilibrium. Exactly. So like, it makes sense that if you spend five days eating nothing but pizza for every meal. It's the best five days of your life. <laughs> <laughs> You're also talking to the pizza king. Which At the is end of you. it. Pizza well, I mean, like, I could eat pizza, you know, and sometimes, like, if we order pizza one day, I'll eat leftovers for two days or whatever. And then, but by the end of that, I'm like, I really, 
I don't want any. Probably shouldn't eat pizza again today. <laughs> like, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, you know, I kind of want like some broccoli, or yeah. I just kind of want to. You know, Something after I've light. eaten pizza for three days, I'm like, it's time for three more days. A little more nutrient. <laughs> <laughs> Cody does not. I'm just joking about the pizza. Any of this? My it's intuition smoking. does not tell me to have pizza every day. It's just a funny thing to say. The, My intuition does say I need donuts every day, though. Yeah, you and are a lover of donuts. That's six for minute sure. walk Guys, from Fox in the Snow. We need I cannot. to have a conversation about peace, love, and little donuts. And that there's one in Columbus. Really? Yeah, but there's also in the little donut shop at OSU. Oh. And they're on Uber Eats. Oh, gosh. That's a challenge. It's the same thing. It's like the tiny your donuts. Wait, guys, can I say one more thing Mm -hmm. about intuitive (laughs) eating that's been on my mind? It's not your podcast. It's our podcast. We we have taken over. Okay. So the other thing I wanted to say, well, I just ignored everything you guys just said, (laughs) um, is that I, so I just got a book called The Gut Mind Connection, and I flipping can't wait to read it, like nerding out about it. And the other thing that's been just in my mind is that, the microbiome is <laughs> a big deal. Do you guys have you guys heard about Everybody the microbiome? Everybody drink your kombucha. Haven't heard of microbiome. And when you eat, it's the all the gut bugs in your belly. <laughs> the gut bugs. Yeah. So Zach's face looks constipated. <laughs> it's all like the bacteria. Maybe right now. maybe you need new ones, Zach. If you're constipated, your gut health is not where it needs to be. I am not constipated, <laughs> but thanks for asking. <laughs> anyway, when you eat food like that. It messes with your microbiome. And bacteria are pissed. Yeah, your bacteria is confused, which then ex- accentuates. That's not the word ex- I want. Exacerbates. Exacerbates your cravings. Um, there's no tea <laughs> no. in there. Exacerbates. There's no tea in that word. You mix two words together that don't go together. I'm <laughs> 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 Way too much. Bring it down, friends. Bring it down. I I don't know that much about gut health at all, so I hate to hijack the conversation because I won't have that much to contribute, but I didn't realize that when you go into surgery, they make you take antibiotics, which makes sense in retrospect because obviously, like, as they're messing up stuff inside you, they don't want it to become infected Mm -hmm. after the fact, but... I have kidney function issues, and so I have surgery this next coming week. And I am curious to know what your input is then mm, about on how to, how to rebuild back. your microbiome yeah. after you've taken a round of antibiotics. Bro, just yeah. have like four kombucha a day. You'll, no, be, you'll be good. No, you got to try. I have a couple of good probiotic brands that I can give you to take. Because kombucha is okay, but it's not. Again, joking. Well, no, I'm saying you can have your kombucha. Not for a day. Not for to a restore day. your microbiome. Four, <laughs> That's four what I was kombuchas promoting. a day. Would that make you go to the bathroom? Pizza. Yeah, probably. Well, everything makes you and go to the bathroom. And there's a lot of sugar in kombucha too. So and you it's very watch effervescent, it. so you could end up rather gassy after four of those. Exactly. So let's let's talk post surgery. Okay. Well, it's soon. Yeah, it's like coming at you. Monday, isn't it? Uh, part, no, Tuesday, Tuesday and, and Wednesday. Wednesday. James. I found out after close. I scheduled my surgery. I didn't schedule anything, actually. The hospital called and told me when my surgery would be. It's very nice. So there was no, like, hey, are you free on this day? Nope. No. No it was calendar like, link for the hospital. No. So they called me and told <laughs> me. <laughs> called me and told me when I was going to be in surgery. And then I got a call a week later saying that I had a bonus surgery the day before my big surgery. Ooh. So we get so, to get knocked out twice in bonus. two days. And we get to pay for anesthesia twice, yep. too. Oh, man. Party Guys. Bonus. Old people problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old people problems at 28. 
You guys are 29. Nine, yeah. yeah. You are all 29. Not you. Not I yet. I turned 29 in a month. So joining the club, what are we doing for my birthday? Aren't we going out for your birthday? Yeah, we are. Okay. <laughs> Remember. I think we're going out. Yeah. So if you guys listened to our past husband's episode, we played Know Your Boo. We did. And it's from uh, Parks and Rec. We are all Parks and Rec fans. It's the newlywed game. The newlywed game. Fans is an understatement, I think. You got, no, no. What did we do? Oh, we went to office trivia And together. we should have won and we were robbed. Yeah. You guys are all on another level. Like, I like TV shows, but you guys are like, what color dress was this character wearing in episode three during this scene? And you're like, oh, red with purple polka dots. I'm like, how do you that know the that? the ugliest not know. dress. Ever. I'm just saying, like, you guys know the most random of facts. And I just know, like, a very basic, broad idea of the character. Because we're in our masculine energy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> with the TV show. That's nothing to do with masculine and feminine energy. Maybe it does. Um, All right, I want to go first. According to your original explanation, your it 100% has to do with Okay, that. know your boo round two on episode two. Should I ask you so guys intense. the questions? Yeah. yeah. What, what happens exactly if we lose? Questions. You made that know. sound so serious. We throw you out the floor this window. Opens up and we, like, that window doesn't open, as Nina knows. Yeah, I'm a little claustrophobic in here. In a office where two of the walls are glass. Yeah, but there's such thick glass that I couldn't just break free. Well, so one I, of those glass yeah, walls has a that. door. I was going to say, don't but worry about that handle. sometimes doors don't open. Hmm. All right. Like the one time I got stuck in a bathroom. And that other time I got stuck in an elevator, those doors didn't open. Why when did, did you get stuck in the bathroom? Um, it got stuck and I was in there and I had a freaking panic attack. All I, doors have opened for me in history. <laughs> so maybe there's just a few doors that you can figure you. out how to open them. You know, I've read because I was very curious about like claustrophobia and how your brain, like I've been working on this whole anxiety thing for a while. I think I'm doing pretty darn good, but the claustrophobia thing still gets me sometimes. And I was just curious and I looked up like, what does somebody that's claustrophobic think? And they said like the first thing that happens when you're in a small space is you immediately assess how you can escape from the room, which is what I do in all situations. I'm like, how can I escape this room? Plotting your escape. You're like James Bond. Yeah. And so when I was in this room, Cody had previously told me like, "Where? how big is this? It's small. Uh, It's nine by nine. Yeah. Okay. Nine by nine room. And you previously told me that this gigantic window doesn't open. Yeah, so, I was sad about it. So I know that I can't. You're taking one of my sadnesses and turning what about it into the ceiling? one of your issues. Uh, could we thrust you on the ceiling? You, you little then... hobbit. You, you could. We could chuck you up there and you could. Oh, wait. Is, that op- is, the, ceiling, scurry is around. the ceiling open? It's no, not, it's not fully open. But you could get like a tool <gasps> and like hit the wood, oh, break it. Right. If you have a tool, we'll just smash the glass. <laughs> but that glass is Don't try to I feel like there are so many better ways to escape a room. Into the 15-foot ceiling. And busting through the ceiling. <laughs> I mean, there's a door. <laughs> but in the off chance that the door doesn't open, do you guys In the off chance that the door disappears anybody? and it's all of a sudden a wall. Is Brio just a Columbus thing? No. Mm. Okay. Do you guys know when you go to old school, like Italian um, restaurants, they have the bathrooms that are like blocked, cemented yeah, in from floor to ceiling? Cannot do them. Cannot do those because that I got stuck in one. Is that <laughs> Is an that old school Italian restaurant thing? Yeah. They're, you're like completely blocked in. Brio's not an old school Italian restaurant. Well, life. it's Italian. You mean like actual Italian people work there and own it? <laughs> well, no. But I'm saying like they're trying to mimic an old school Italian restaurant. And they restaurant. all got together and decided that the bathrooms should have walls that are blocked from the floor I, to the You know what's really authentic? I'm telling you that that if we is. we fully <laughs> close these stalls. That's what they well, did back like in the, in the old country. Out. 
I almost tried Molto to do it. Bueno. I was going to go Russian by accident if I tried to do that. Actually, in the old country, I think like, I think Nana just used to like go in the farm. Like there wasn't a select <laughs> toilet. Sometimes. She found a place and blocked it in from Florida. <laughs> An authentic Italian way. The Italian way. way. There's anyway, still a square out in the woods. That's guys, like, I'm trying to do the new way. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm Italian feeling fine. I'm not claustrophobic sites. anymore. It's time to know y'all. I don't know if the instrumental backing track yet, but it's the same boo right there. All right, so I'm going to ask Nina. Okay. About me? Yeah. Okay. Don't I have to know the question? Are you. You just think of the answer when I say it. I see. Right. But don't say it out loud. Oh, because in the Newlywed Game, they write it down. That's yeah. why I was yeah. thinking I had to write it down. But we're good. All right. So if your husband could be married to a movie star, who would he choose? This one's very tough. I know. It, why? Because you have so many? Why would it be <laughs> tough? Um, no, because it was one for a while. And then it recently maybe changed, but maybe it hasn't. I haven't decided. I think that if you could marry anybody, it would be um, Wonder Woman. Very close. It's not Wonder Woman? No. Don't tell me. That's the one where I said recently it may have changed with Gal Gadot. Who's Gal Gadot? Oh, the actress yeah. that plays Wonder Woman. Oh, okay, got it. I'm <laughs> mad at names. Um, is she, uh, um, hold on, no, 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 I got this. I don't know. What show is she in? Marvel stuff, Marvel movies. Oh, well, I don't know. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, Scarlett Johansson. All right. Sorry, she's dating Colin Yost. Jost. Jost. Okay. Don't know who that From is. From SNL. Those, God. We well, I'm married, oh. so sorry. You guys can't marry each other. Well, All right. This sorry, one Scarlett. is for Cody. Oh, he doesn't answer the same one for me. Oh, well, well, we could do that. Tell you we could do. No, let's who do that. My current crush is. Well, no, Wait, let's no, just don't say it. it. Wait till she just asks him the question first. I'll just reverse it. You got to ask the cold question again. I know what the question it. is. If your wife <laughs> could be married to one celebrity, who would it be? Interesting. That's a question I've not heard before. I don't know if it's marriage as much as like uh, Jason Momoa. Is that lip? Oh, uh, no. Uh, Cal Drogo. Oh, yes. Cal Drogo, I think, is How can we... so <laughs> hot. I don't know who this person is. You don't Game know of Thrones. Cal Drogo from Game of Thrones. Oh, my gosh. He's right. perfect. He's the Dothraki like, warlord. Cool. I've never seen it, guys. He's Aquaman in Justice League. Oh, yeah. Nope. And Aquaman. Do you guys think that I would watch right, listen, any of these things you're listing? How are we tracking points? Because you didn't even know your answer until I said it. I should get double points for that. <laughs> You forgot you your own actual answer. <laughs> but I'll be only because I've been watching too much Shameless. So like lips been on the mind. One show at a time and you go like all seasons at once. Yeah. So, oh yeah, but Kyle yeah. is a good choice. Good job for knowing my Yeah, I know. Celebrity husband. Ding, ding, ding. All right. All right. I will ask you both one the question one okay. more time and then we will transition to us. Okay. I don't know what the score is. <laughs> I think it's we, we both one out of two two. I got one, you got zero. Uh, I said, oh, if you asked Nina what the best vacation she's ever taken was, what would it be? Wait, I gotta think. With me specifically or just in general? In general. Um, oh, okay, I got it. I, I have two. But <laughs> I'm gonna pick my job. <laughs> and I'm gonna say one, and you're gonna be like, oh, yeah, that's there. <laughs> uh, Savannah? No. Savannah. No, it was. Um, Colorado. That's what I was thinking. I love. Uh, I should marry her. Listen, <laughs> yeah. listen. How often do you talk about vacations? 
What do you mean? Like whenever you talk about vacations. Beach. 100% of the time, you want to lay on the beach and do no activities yeah, whatsoever. But I also love Colorado. But you've, you've only been there one time. That's my answer. Compared to the to 47 it. beaches that you go to. Okay, well, a beach in almost every state. Pretty much. Yeah. Nope, it's Colorado. Yeah. All right, so you. Yes. Your well, favorite you gotta vacation. Re- you got to okay. read it again. If, you're, <laughs> if your husband could pick his favorite vacation. I'm pretty sure I'm not reading this the same. <laughs> what would he say his favorite vacation was? I feel like you really liked that one time you went to LA for like the first or second time and you were cruising to your Odessa on the highway and that's like one of your favorite memories. I did that all of the LA trips. Yeah, so is it LA? Well, yeah, you got there's six of them. You got to pick one. Like the second, I said the first or second time you went out. Incorrect. What? Well, which one is it? Podcast movement last year. Oh, okay. Because I got all the LA stuff and all the podcast stuff, and I met Hayden. And all the well, gen. Hayden is a win. Hayden is a win. All right, so that's guys. one out of four. So wait, did Cody win? We're on the same. No, team. No, you're on the same team. You're oh! competing against us. Okay. Well, guys, we're kind of making. You need to take that right as now. a soundbite. Oh. <laughs> you know. Okay. I'm have it on my phone, ready like the air horn to play. What was Husband. that? Champagne. 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 <laughs> Husbands, that's, I mean, Zach, <laughs> if your wife could send you to a body repair shop, sorry, I didn't like know what this question was going to be until I started reading it. If your wife could send you to a body repair shop, this is a rude question. You, you what thing up. would she change about a what body? What on you would she have fixed? No. That is a no. terribly rude Boo. question. I'm passing also, that. Also, a body shop is well, a place she where you complain repair that cars. My butt is flat like 100% of the time. <laughs> It would be the butt, but it would be the booty. Would be that booty. All right, but that doesn't count. It doesn't, and I'm not gonna have him answer that question for you. This is a terrible. Why would they ever put that on there? Also, that's very sexist of me to allow you to answer for Zach, but for me to not allow Zach to answer that for you. (laughs) Well, now you got got sexism on both sides now, so it it balanced out. (laughs) Okay, ready. Um, let's see. When it comes to home improvement, (laughs) your wife can. Sorry to read that a couple times. When it comes to home improvement, your wife considers you to be A, Tim the Toolman Taylor, B, Bob the Builder, C, Al, does it right the first time, D, Clueless. First of all, three of those people are very experienced builders, okay. and one is completely Here's not. the problem with yeah, this question is that you have to reverse it, and what? <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> That's not fair. What? That's sexist to think that you're not, you know, involved in the home repairs. Okay, okay, she okay, knows okay. me, though, and that I don't. I'm not sure it has anything okay. to do with her gender. She just yeah, no. has no interest at all. So in my third time is a charm. I yeah. have a new question. Perfect. What is your spouse's favorite comfort food? Zach. Uh, Liz's favorite comfort food. Lots of food. There are so many comforting foods. Is yeah, the problem. Just, that's do you have your answer, Liz? Mm-hmm. Jeez, you picked one answer. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, just remind her of the actual one. Know, I did. Get double points. You made that up. We like, didn't even get double points. Corn casserole or something? <laughs> corn casserole. <laughs> I hate. I hate that. Is it? A, is it a brown casserole? It is a brown is casserole. It a brown? That, that must be it then. That has to be my favorite. It the chicken and dressing. No. What the hell is chicken and dressing? Yeah, man? I'll Why explain is later. Brown casserole and chicken and dressing. Brown casserole. We talked about that earlier in the episode. Oh, we already went over that one. <laughs> it's macaroni and cheese. I was gonna say that, but I thought it was wrong. Well, clearly, always go with your instinct. 
clearly we know each other better than you guys know each other. Right. Okay. We have to reverse it now. Yeah. Do you have yours? No. Read it again, Nina. Be fair. What is your spouse's favorite comfort food? Tick-tock on the clock. Yeah, you should have had a song prepared that you could sing. An aria in between while they're waiting. That's a good one, actually. Mm, Country fried steak? No. Country fried steak? I don't think I've ever had country fried steak. What is country fried steak? (laughs) It's breaded and fried like uh, chicken. I've had schnitzel, which is basically the same. Yeah. But biscuits and gravy. Biscuits. How? <laughs> biscuits and gravy. <laughs> All right. So what is it? Brown casserole. I legit picked mac and cheese. Also. <laughs> really? Oh, nice. I would I never. Actually, that How was... many times do you think I've eaten biscuits and gravy in my life? Was... I actually love biscuits and gravy. I do too. But I mean, hey, like, I want you to guess mine really quick. No points. Your favorite comfort food? Yeah. Indian. Nope. I thought you were gonna say pizza. Well, mm-hmm. we. I think it's. I think you're over the pizza. I'm not over it. It's just not my favorite comfort food. I don't know what. Canes. Canes. Mm. Yeah. What's mine? Bear burger. Oh, you're On right. Time. Not fifty Why minutes. Why do you late. always know my answers? Well, usually you order stuff at restaurants and you hate it. So I just started taking over your food choices. Yeah. You really need to get into that intuitive eating thing. Okay. So another question for you. Zagostas. What? Was the last book Liz read? She's been reading Simi's book over again. Got it. Man, we just talk about Simi again. Here she is in the episode. Do you know what yours is? I do. It was that. (laughs) I know it. It was. No, it's that guy that Gail Walker recommended the book. and. Oh, Ethel Hart. Yes. Totally. Yeah. The Power of Now. Yeah, The Power of Now. Power of now. Yeah. Is that that is a tough read. Yeah. yeah. It's very I feel like dense. The question yeah. wasn't entirely fair because we just sat next to each other on the airport and read. Mm-hmm. Or on the airport. On the airport. <laughs> on the airplane. On the airport. We couldn't answer that because <laughs> we're both reading like airport. six books at one time. I know. Well, what am I reading right now? Six books. Which ones? The gluten ones. <laughs> <laughs> the gluten moon ones. <laughs> You are reading... The moon book? The gluten book? The hormone book? <laughs> I actually... There is a, a moon book. There is a gut book. There is a hormone book. The uh, Adrenal Thyroid Revolution. Oh my gosh. How do you remember that title? Because it's a very unique book name. Yeah. It's stuck in my head. You're reading uh, Peterson's book. Yeah. 12 Rules for Life. Yeah. We have lots of books I at home. Know, like our entire, lo- our entire apartment could be a library. A little I bit. think I want to read a fiction book. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars? No. No. I think I have started. I know Nina. A couple weeks ago, you were talking about like self help overwhelm on your blog. Yeah, yeah. You read Nina's blog? Oh, yeah. you did. That was the one that I posted on Harness Magazine. If you yeah. guys haven't checked it out, really quick plug. Sorry, have to go there. I wrote an article and it was posted on Harness Magazine. I'm really excited about it about self help overwhelm. Also, we had her on the podcast a couple weeks ago. We did, and she's phenomenal. Yeah. So. I have the founder of Harness. Mm-hmm. Just to make that I don't have the founder of Harness, but <laughs> um, I have uh, been overweight most of my life, and so 
I started like <laughs> working out. He's weeping right now. I'm not weeping. <laughs> I have been overweight for most I'm of sorry, my life. I'm sorry, that just came out of like, I was like, where was that going? <laughs> I felt like we were about to get deep into combo. Cue no. the sad uh, I've music. been working out though since like May of last year and very slowly have been making progress because I only go to the gym like once a week. But hey, listen to I that follow a bunch of like fitness people on Instagram and YouTube and stuff. And it gets very tiring. Yeah. After a while. I forget what we were talking about before this that prompted me to say that. Self-help overwhelm. That's right. Okay, oh, yeah, so, yeah. I- um. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm> just- <laughs> <laughs> we need to make what? that, pull that for a soundbite, too. <laughs> Guys, what? <laughs> <laughs> I want that as my uh, text tone when you text me. <laughs> Literally, what? <laughs> Your true <laughs> hobbit came out. That came out. I know. <laughs> true hobbit that's rude oh oh well anyway (laughs) i just was thinking i remembered reading that and the struggle is real that's all yeah well on that note let's end wait who won all right, in conclusion. So who won the game? That's what I, I need to know. I got double who points for that game? awesome save with Jason Momoa, so I think for that. Well, we got we got three. Two out of four, and you no, you guys got one out we of got four. Two. You lose. You oh, added bonus w- questions that we didn't have bonus questions. No, I wasn't thinking about Can that. We, I didn't we even got get two to answers. answer half of our questions. Can we just say that we tied? It was a sure. solid tie. No, it was a solid tie. That's, no, it's a terrible way to go. We lost. Do better next time. Wait, we you just said we won. I, it was a mistake. Oh. <laughs> I was mistaken. Well, you know what? I just want to say that I love you guys. I'm glad we did this. Aww. Yeah, we'll take you home. It's mutual. Oh, yeah. Let's all like... <laughs> Give us so a big hug. Okay, grab the guitar. Let's sing Kumbaya, everybody. <laughs> Around the fire. Start, you know, <laughs> light a uh, toxic-free candle. Yeah, light a toxic-free candle. Spray some Palo Santo in or Palo Santo. Yeah, or whatever you thought it was. <laughs> some Julie. free range. Baba Ganache. Wasn't that another scene <laughs> we talked about? No, Gabagool. Baba Ganoush is an actual thing. Oh, I just mixed two Ganache things Ganache is again. an actual thing. Ganache yeah. is like icing from mm-hmm. yeah, the Italian baker guy. Goodness. Always talked about Ganache. Like he always like needed it. <laughs> The Italian baker guy. Who is guy. the Italian baker you guys guy? No, he was like on TLC. He oh, had like cake a, bake, cake or bake, cake boss, cake boss. Oh, cake bake. <laughs> you meant like in my parents' Italian little village. The baker was ganache. always talking <laughs> about ganache. <laughs> and in my Italian village. Enclosed. Oh goodness. <laughs> well, guys, we talked about all a lot of random things today, but it was a good conversation. I'm not certain I had any value to add to anyone's life, but. Oh, you did, you This episode kids. didn't need to have value. It was no, let's hope you guys got yeah. plenty of golden nuggets of wisdom. That's Cody's favorite term. Now, I dropped so way. many knowledge bombs. I'm you a, haven't I'm heard a still sounds so much I'm a like podcast bathrooms. rock star. I smell like what? I said this still sounds so much like bathrooms. We're talking about enclosed bathrooms in Italy and then golden nuggets and dropping knowledge. And <laughs> drop all the golden nuggets. <laughs> and, <laughs> and on that... Slightly grossed out. Anyway, guys, thank you a bunch for coming on the podcast and chatting with us. We love you. And let's do this again sometime. It was great. Yeah, gabagool. Gabagool. 